And a very good Sunday afternoon to you. Dan Pazzini reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at noon. Let's open this June 13th edition, off the only way I know how, with a look at our weather command forecast for our area. Rest of today is going to be sunny, with highs 85 to 90 degrees, and southeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, lows 55 to 60, southeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Monday is going to be sunny, with highs in the mid-90s, and southeast winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Monday night, mostly clear, low 60 to 65, southeast winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday is going to be sunny, with highs 95 to 100 degrees, and southeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Shifting to the southwest 10 to 20 mile per hour winds in the afternoon. Tuesday night, breezy, mostly clear with a 20% chance of thunderstorms, lows around 55. Meanwhile, Wednesday is going to be windy, not as warm, sunny, with highs 75 to 80 degrees. Wednesday night, cooler, mostly clear, lows 45 to 50. Thursday is going to be sunny, with highs around 75 degrees. Meanwhile, Thursday night through Friday night is going to be mostly clear, with lows 45 to 55, and highs 75 to 80 degrees. And finally, Saturday is going to be partly cloudy, with highs 80 to 85. First in local news, the United States Department of Agriculture's Risk Management Agency wants to remind producers that acreage reports must be filed by Tuesday, June 15th in order to receive premium benefit for cover crops. This is through the new pandemic cover crop program and is for producers who plan a cover crop and also have federal crop insurance coverage for spring crops. Qualifying cover crops include cereals and other grasses, legumes, non-legume broadleaves, and a mixture of two or more cover crop species planted at the same time. The premium support is $5 per acre but no more than the full premium owed. You will automatically receive this benefit if you file the report of acreage form by June 15th with your local FSA office. To learn more, call 657-6447 or contact your local USDA service center. The Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission will meet on Thursday, June 24th via Zoom. The commission will make the final decisions on issues including the 2021 fish removal projects, the Chronic Wasting Disease Work Plan, and Elk Guiding Principles and Timeline. The Commission will hear proposals on non-game checkoff annual work plan, a 2021 muzzleloader deer and elk season, and a 2021 fur bearer season, regulations and quotas. The Commission will also look at endorsing the 2021 pheasant translocations. Details on how to access the meeting will be posted on fwp.mt.gov closer to the meeting date. The meeting, which will begin at 8.30 a.m., will also be streamed online at fwp. .mt.gov. Now turning our attention into state news stories. A Butte man who admitted to conspiring to traffic meth in Montana, wiring drug proceeds to California and Mexico and illegally possessing firearms was sentenced Thursday to 15 years and 8 months in prison, followed by 5 years of supervised release. Joshua J. Schroeder, 40, pleaded guilty on August 24, 2020 to conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute meth, felon in possession of a firearm, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. U.S. District Judge Dana L. Christensen presided. Schroeder was detained. The government alleged that in April 2019, an undercover agent purchased meth from an undercover agent purchased meth from Schroeder, and by June 2019, law enforcement found multiple pounds of meth mailed to Schroeder, all of which was meant for distribution in Montana. In a search of Schroeder's house, agents found 44 grams of meth and a digital scale. In addition, investigators found a total of five firearms in Schroeder's vehicle. Schroeder possessed the firearms after having been convicted of multiple felonies. Schroeder admitted to law enforcement that he accepted packages of meth for redistribution and helped in collecting and wiring money used in drug trafficking. Financial records show that Schroeder wired drug money from Montana to Mexico and California. Assistant U.S. Attorney Ryan G. Weldon prosecuted the case, which was investigated by the Montana Division of Criminal Investigation, Drug Enforcement Agency, Homeland Security Investigation, and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. 
The Montana Department of Environmental Quality has issued a permit to use reclaimed water for snowmaking at the Yellowstone Club, located in Madison County. The application submitted by the Yellowstone Club is the culmination of a community-led initiative to find sustainable ways to reuse wastewater. The reclaimed wastewater will be used for the base layer of snowpack with additional natural or non-reclaimed artificial snow on top. DEQ reviewed the application for impacts to human health and the environment and held the permit to stringent standards. The Yellowstone Club is required to monitor wastewater for E. coli prior to snowmaking, monitor the snow for chlorine levels, and monitor nearby creeks for nutrients, ammonia, and chlorophyll A. The reuse of wastewater provides environmental benefits and protections for streams. The Yellowstone Club currently uses freshwater to create snow. Reusing wastewater, more freshwater will be kept in streams, and when snowpack melts, springtime vegetation will use nutrients in the snow, helping to alleviate nutrients from getting into streams. Excessive nutrients in streams can lead to algae and water quality issues. An 85-year-old Polson woman has died as a result of injuries suffered in a single vehicle crash on Thursday afternoon when she was struck by a vehicle she was trying to switch seats in. The Montana Highway Patrol reports that the crash occurred in Lake County at 3.10 p.m. on Highway 93 when a driver and passenger in a 2021 Subaru Ascent were attempting to switch seats. The driver, an 86-year-old man from Polson, failed to put the vehicle into park. The vehicle reversed counterclockwise two times and struck the passenger and driver accidentally pressed on the accelerator instead of the brake. The passenger succumbed to her injuries at the hospital. The driver was not injured. In a 6-1 ruling, the Montana Supreme Court has upheld the constitutionality of Senate Bill 140, a recently enacted law to abolish the Judicial Nomination Commission instead of allowing the governor to fill vacancies on the Supreme Court and in district courts. The majority opinion says it was not for the court's function to determine whether the commission was better than the process than SB 140 for making judicial appointments and argue that the Montana Constitution does not explicitly state the need for an independent commission. Justice Laurie McKinnon dissented, and while Justice Jim Rice concurred, he wrote a separate opinion that condemned extraordinary or extra-constitutional actions taken by the legislature and the Department of Justice during the proceedings. This commission was responsible for screening applicants for vacancies on the Supreme Court and district courts and forwarding nominees to the governor for appointment to those vacancies. SB 140 replaces the commission with a process that allows the governor to consider any applicant who received a letter of support from at least three adult Montana residents during a public comment period. And now let's turn it back over to James with one final look at the sports report for our area. James? The Haver North Stars split a pair of games Friday at the Three Forks Tournament. In the first game of the day, led by Eli Cloninger's four hits, the North Stars would beat Bitterroot 8-7. Later in the day, the North Stars would be bested by the Cody Cubs 15-3. On Saturday, the North Stars would drop back-to-back -back games, first losing to the Dillon Cubs 6-5 and then losing to Gallatin Valley 6-5. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcaster Sports throughout the weekend for more updates and results from the tournament in Three Forks. In high school basketball, the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Series took place in Sheridan, Wyoming, Friday evening. The Montana high school girls would get the win over Wyoming in a close matchup, winning 55-52. Fort Benton's Aspen Giese had a team-high 15 points, 13 of which she scored in the third quarter. Giese, who's headed to Montana State Billings, hit three consecutive three-point shots that put her team up by eight in that frame. In the boys' matchup, Montana would beat Wyoming on a score of 109 to 104. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcaster Sports as the Montana vs. Wyoming All-Star Series 
continues to take place this weekend. Moving on, the MSU Northern Boys Summer Basketball League is up and running with players from around the region gathering at the Northern Gym for instruction and the chance to play some basketball into the summer months. Heading up the league along with assistant coaches and players is Lights Head Basketball Coach Sean Hughes. He says each night it's about the fundamentals, working on skills and putting lessons into practice. The time they get to compete against one another because it is a lot of the better players, the people that play a lot of basketball, kids that like basketball, love basketball, and play a lot of basketball, and they all get together and compete against each other, and it's only a good thing, just making each other better. The players who attend the Summer League aren't the only ones who benefit from time on the court. Provokes a lot of thought for us moving forward as coaches and camp coaches and Summer League coaches in terms of what kind of things uh, we need to be working on and we need to be emphasizing to uh, make us a little bit better and enhance everything that we're doing. Coach Hughes and his staff are constantly evaluating the drills and games that the players are taking part in in an effort to keep the action fresh and challenge the players to adapt to different situations. Changed up our games. We do some things where all five guys have to touch the ball sometimes before you can shoot. Uh, little things like that, as one example, uh, sometimes there's no dribble. We have no dribble night. Just some things to make them have to play smarter, better team basketball. For more information on the MSU Northern Summer Basketball League, contact Coach Hughes at 945-1373. And for upcoming Northern basketball camps, go to the MSU Northern Athletic page. Now let's take a look at the sports coming up this weekend. The Havern North Stars are playing at the Three Forks Tournament. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcaster Sports for updates and results. The College National Final Rodeo in Casper, Wyoming started Friday, June 11th through the 19th. Representing the MSU Northern Rodeo team will be Rope Three Irons in Team Roping and Cassidy Williamson in Goat Tying. Reporting for New Media Broadcaster's Weekend Sports, I'm James Cartarelli. Thanks again, James. Let's take a look at the funeral notices for our area. Robert Peter Newenhouse, 73, passed away due to pancreatic cancer on Friday, May 28, 2021. Cremation is taking place and memorial services will be held at 2 p.m. on Saturday, June 26, at Fifth Avenue Christian Church with Pastor Rick Hodshire officiating. Burial will follow with Sioux and Highland Cemetery and a reception will follow his graveside service at the Haver Elks Lodge, number 1201. In lieu of flowers, Bob requested that memorial donations be made to the Haver Elks Lodge, number 1201, Scholarship Fund, or Fifth Avenue Christian Church. Please visit Bob's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for his family at hollandbenign.com. And thanks again for tuning in to Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week we are your primary news source, KOJM, KPQX, and our online platform of highlinetoday.com. Have yourself a fantastic rest of your Sunday and an excellent start to the beginning of your Monday. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, Montana at Noon, I'm Dan Pazzini.